What's up, water hockey fans? Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all of the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. To claim that free shot, all you gotta do is use code THPN during sign-up. Playing daily fantasy basketball is simple. Just pick your lineup, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Every dunk, steal, assist, and rebound means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. And don't think we forgot about y'all baseball fans. You may have missed out on season-long fantasy now that the season's underway, so what better way to get out on all baseball fantasy action than with DraftKings Daily lineups? With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players, so what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. That's code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN, and like I said, free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes, only with DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another deliciously delightful episode of Water Hockey, proudly brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network and DraftKings. Make sure to get in the mix with DraftKings and use promo code THPN. Uh, we have got some extremely special guests today. We are just going to make them a part of the show. They are along for the ride, whether they know it or not. They may be in finals week, but they're absolutely buzzing. They just started doing daily updates on their YouTube channel. We have Megan and Shannon of the Slapshot Sweethearts. Let's say it's super slow so we don't mess that up <laughs> and say Slapshots again. Uh, Shannon, Megan, welcome to the show. How, uh, how are we on this fine Tuesday evening? We're doing great. We are good. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Megan just woke up from a nap, so she's got to get with us here. <laughs> yeah, Megan just woke up from a nap. Uh, you are in the midst of finals week. Uh, you guys are absolutely kicking ass this week because, like I said, you started a uh, a new series where you guys are doing, what, uh, little little lunch snippets for people if they want to dive in and get some hockey news? Yeah, our afternoon snack. Yeah. It's a little, oh, little 20 minutes out of your clever. day to talk about in the afternoon. Talk about score recaps, news, shoot the shit with Meg and I for 20 minutes during lunch. That's got to be a great nice. little break from uh, the, the hassle of the day-to-day. Uh, so we will definitely... Would, would you... Go ahead. I was going to say, would you say you slap shart that shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, Sorry, I'll, never, nice I'll never, I'll never live that one down. Uh, that, uh, if you heard that angel, the angelic voice, uh, is Jason. We are also accompanied by the usuals, uh, Jason and Patrick. Uh, how are we doing? How are we feeling? Uh, Jason, I'm gonna kick it off to you in the sick narwhals pullover by rival hockey, a little subtle drop. Thing is sick. Hey, nice. Now they owe some money, right? <laughs> or some jerseys. That's how or it some works. jerseys. I like that. Uh, you know, it's going good. Just the kiddo was ha- having some troubles going down. He's running a little behind today, <laughs> but uh, other than that, you know, it's been a it's been a fantastic week. Awesome, awesome, Patrick. Right. Uh, what what's going on on your end? I know uh, got some big uh, 
got some big things going on. I don't know. Are we are we allowed to share? Have you shared anything on Facebook about uh, your your journeys with five um, G? Oh man, I don't think it's kicked in yet. But yeah, I, I did get double vaxxed up on a Tuesday. <laughs> I am going up. I am uh, currently in a bit of a fog. I don't feel like shit yet, but I don't feel a hundred percent. So I'm just waiting for it. Got tomorrow off at least, so that's go. nice. But yeah, I uh, not operating at full capacity right now for I sure. I get my second one on Friday, and I'm very ready for everyone to track me to my local liquor store. Using my <laughs> oh, nice. I will proudly display that information. There you go. Yeah, the government's going to be sorely disappointed in my lack of activity. There's not much to yeah. track for me. Sorry, I'm Truly. not a terrorist government. Well, it would only it, <laughs> the only thing that would make um, any of that discomfort less uh, harmful to your mental status would be if you were wearing some would say a, a hug like a 24 7 hug and lucky for you and lucky for us the fine folks at texas hockey apparel have set us up with such things yes that my friends is a subtle segue uh and if you have not make sure to go check out texashockeyapparel.com uh, texas hockey apparel on twitter instagram they will set you up they have got the new boot goofing shirts out there. Uh, I have some inside authority that we might be doing a giveaway with Texas Hockey Apparel once again. So definitely stay tuned for that. What? Uh huh. Oh, I know. This is news to me too. Yeah, you're welcome. Dropping bombs, slap shark <laughs> bombs, and I. Uh, <laughs> okay, that's the last reference we make to that. Never gonna hear the end. Yeah, of no, that's oh. the last reference. Um, I do want to give a subtle, quick shout out. Uh, to D-Town Hockey, the uh, the all-women's beer league team down here in Dallas. Um, I got my personalized D-Town jersey today. I absolutely love it. I cannot wait to rep this thing and all the drop-ins. Uh, if I could get to be a part of the team, uh, that would be awesome. Um, I don't know if that's possible because I am man. Uh, so maybe, maybe, maybe they make a, a, a shitty beer league hockey team for just the boys, but that's awesome. It's an all women's beer league hockey team. Actually franchise. They have three different teams here in Dallas. Uh, that being said, that is a foreshadow um, as the Slapshot Sweethearts uh, so gracefully tweeted for us today. Uh, we are going to be talking some women's puck here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I do want to uh, kind of bring it over to the NHL for just a moment because the Stars are currently up 3-0 to zero on the Detroit Red Wings. They are definitely in the playoff mix. And yes, we are still freaking out about it. As Shannon pointed out before we started recording, I do tweet some pretty negative and cloudy and gloomy things. Uh, that being said, they are well in the playoff mix. And uh, even if you couldn't tell by my tweets, uh, Shannon, Megan, uh, you want to share real quick uh, who you guys support mostly uh, and how are they doing for, for the most part? Yeah. Well, we should give him five more minutes to see if the Penguins choke Stop. the entire Stop. There's less than have. a minute. I literally. <laughs> I um, I'm a Penguins fan primarily. Okay. We less than a minute left, and we're up by one, which we were up by like six, maybe a minute ago. And by that I mean like five minutes ago. But still wow. Um, also a Vegas fan. Also wow. follow the Cats. That checks. That checks. So I'm feeling pretty good all around. Okay. Okay. Uh, Vegas. I've had my ups and downs with them, but I can. I can. I understand. Wait, caps too. Pens and caps. Well, I went to like school a, like in a self conflict. And- yeah. Well, I went to college in DC, <laughs> okay, so I like, okay. follow them. I also love Tom Wilson, mm-hmm. so 
you know. Uh, okay. That's Naturally. getting more stale the more she says it throughout the season as he gets hit <laughs> on hit on hit that pisses me yeah. off. I just love well, it. Shannon, uh, same question. Same question to you. Um, it, obviously, yeah, Tom Wilson is he has uh, a way with people around the league outside of Washington. <laughs> but uh, who are who are we repped on your end? Yeah, so I'm a Bruins fan through and through. I also typically support the Capitals when we're not playing them ten times in a given That's season. Um, so because we did meet in Washington D.C., however, like I said, Tom Wilson is making it very difficult not to get annoyed at the Capitals every 48 hours. <laughs> so um, I'm getting a bit lukewarm on them as we go into the season. The only upside is that the Bruins do play really well against the Capitals, so I'm feeling pretty good with the one and four seed that we're holding right now, unless. The Penguins are able to choke this win, and the Bruins Stop. can leapfrog we're, them. We're not which even. I believe we're getting it. pretty darn close. Yeah, to it sounds like it. Hold on, let's <laughs> pump the brakes there, okay? <laughs> well, we are going to keep the party going uh, in Dallas because uh, Alexiak just scored the fourth goal <laughs> of the evening, uh, and they're just looking. I was talking to Patrick briefly before this. I know uh, Shannon, Megan, you guys are also fans of what the stars have been doing as far as their fashion statements go. I, I got to say the stormtrooper sweaters have officially worn my heart down. Once I get this doge money out, uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, definitely going to be making a purchase of the stormtrooper Dallas stars reverse retro. Everyone hates them, but like 10 of us jerseys. I know. Is it, is it Megan that wants the blackout jerseys? She wants the Trons. We've- we both so we both want the black one, but I really hate the actual reverse retro, like the white one. I love it though. I think the all white setup is fly. The the stars are one of the best in the league on getting the full uniform setup. Do you hear that? That's- Unlike yes, <laughs> but not with this jersey though. No, it looks good because if no. it was with green pants, it would look horrendous. But because they're doing it in all white, it looks mm-hmm. great. I need a little more accent color there. Like that silver is not enough for me. A little creme fresh. Do you want a gold? Do you want a, a bright gold helmet? I'm sure they yeah. can get that for you if you go to Vegas. <laughs> I, you know what? I would I could, actually. If, no, okay. honestly, honestly though, okay. Honestly though, if they had silver buckets, this this uniform would be bar none the iciest uniform in all the sports. Okay, absolutely, it would. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, because it would. Well. <laughs> kind of moving on we're all we're all uh we're all suckers for a good deal on jerseys um so the stars are in the thick of the playoffs right now they're playing extremely well tonight but again very streaky up and down i want to say they are four or five oh and two in their last seven um correct me if i'm wrong maybe five oh and three i could be wrong they're playing extremely well tonight, i think it's though. three i don't know i think we had like four in a row I could be wrong. I don't know. We just haven't lost in a while, and that feels really hey, good. Google. Someone else, uh, great, another that team that's doing extremely well in the Dallas. We didn't. Lose. They won. Yeah, seven to six after Sorry. being up six to zero. I like. <laughs> I like it when it's not we won. It's we didn't lose. That's that really feels a lot like Stars hockey in twenty twenty. Don't worry, they play the Devils again on Thursday. There is plenty of time for them to lose those two points. <laughs> I love the uh, I love the in show shit talking. I I need that. Uh, we're we're all really nice because we all support the same team. <laughs> yeah, I was like five and seven. So well, the uh, five of the last seven. Gotcha, sorry. gotcha. I just went through counting. Sorry. Well, there were some solid games some in there. Solid games, overtime, still shootouts. Hate them. 
The Allen Americans, uh, if for Megan and Shannon, that's the ECHL affiliate down here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Allen, a suburb of Dallas, uh, for the Minnesota Wild, which feels really dirty supporting anything Minnesota. That that being said, fantastic organization, still sitting firmly in third place in the Western Conference of the ECHL, even though some teams have bowed out, some teams are only playing half seasons. It's very weird how the statistics work considering that the first place team, I believe, has won 16 games uh, and the Allen Americans have won like 30 games. But that's just how it works out. They played points, man. They were on the road last week. They're just racking up points left and right. Um, I did make a public challenge to someone we had on the show, Les Lancaster of the Allen Americans. He has gracefully accepted. There will be a Wada Hockey Invitational uh, between some what? of us from Wada Hockey and some of the boys from the Allen Americans. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that because we will grab some content. And I'm probably going to win the long drive contest. I'm just going to throw that out there. Les probably got his clubs shipped down from, from Minnesota. And I'm sorry, but these Texas clubs, they hit and they hit far. Patrick was shaking his head. Everything is big in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, especially how far I sliced the ball. Especially the <laughs> I did uh, put the challenge out there. He accepted, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to follow up with everyone on that. Uh, they do start a homestand tonight against the Wichita Thunder, um, going to try to make one of those games while they're back in Allen. Um, do you guys have any ECHL affiliates close to where you guys are at, or any AHL affiliates for that matter? Not near me. No, I mean I fell in love with hockey going to the Providence Bruins games because mm-hmm. I lived closer to Providence than I did to Boston. So that's kind of how I got into hockey. But in DC, I mean the Capitals affiliate is in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So there's no one. There's no one over here. Oh, the Hershey Bears. Yeah, easily one mm-hmm. of the coolest minor league franchises of all time. Super, super history. I've, there's a couple of documentaries on YouTube floating around that are really interesting. Uh, Megan, I, I know I see the pondering face. I don't think so. <laughs> there's plenty in Pennsylvania. Yeah, as I say, there's a lot of PA. Like we also like depends whatever is there too. Like there's like Wilkes Barre. Here we don't. But I do have a Toledo yeah. hat to... from someone. Some Toledo That's the team. Nice. Walleyes. I don't know. What I, Toledo on it. I do believe that is correct. Someone like lost a bet, so they got to send me a hat into a voice. Oh yeah, I, you know what's funny about bets? I'm pretty sure somebody won a bet last time we were all on the Slapshot Sweethearts live stream, and I think the person that won the bet is the person that's speaking right now. I'm pretty sure because you guys <laughs> were betting that the Stars were going to win the game, and I said no, they're gonna lose, and they lost because I know my team sadly too well. Um, <laughs> We can revisit that. Uh, it sounds like Megan would have made a bet. I'm pretty no, sure it was Megan. I know exactly what sure Megan was talking about. Because no. I was going to make that bet. And you were like, you always I, get to make the bet. And you always get the hat. And so I was like, you take it. And I took the bet. Wait, you yeah. took the bet, Jason? I thought I yeah. took the bet. I took the bet. I was like, I think it was Jason and Shan. Because I am a gambling man. <laughs> I just remember that it was like one of the first games where I had this awesome Budweiser uh, goal lamp and it kept going off like 13 seconds to 14 seconds before they would score. Uh, And so I would be like, oh, they scored. And then it would show up, you know, 20 seconds later at least. But so, yeah, we definitely love our minor league teams. We love our AHL teams. We love our ECHL teams. Uh, The NHL, NA3HL, I can't, I always get the leagues wrong. 
There are so many. Um, but I just want to give a huge shout out to the El Paso Rhinos. Uh, they had a phenomenal sale on their jerseys. So I definitely bought one of the black Rhinos jerseys as well as one of the white Rhinos jerseys. They are sick. I wore one at my uh, drop-in yesterday, which I played like trash, but that's not going to matter. It's At least I looked good. Uh, that being said, it's that look good, feel good attitude. It, it is, but I do not. My knees are on fire. Everything hurts. It's only painful when my eyes are open. Uh, I did just see, though, that they dropped the link for Thursday. So you playing? Yeah, I'm playing Thursday as well. Yeah, we're, we're in it. We're in it to win it, baby. And Patrick, we're going to get you out there. Talk to uh, – I talked to whoever uh, – I can't remember her name, but she runs D-Town Hockey. She was like, you guys can come practice with us whenever you want. And I said, well, Patrick doesn't really play. And she goes, even better. That's the kind of person we want on the ice with us to make us look good. So we're going to get Patrick out there on some skates. We're going to have him buzzing in no time. Uh, but the whole reason do it. that what, – What size skate are you? Like what, what size shoe do you wear? Uh, 10. So he's at eight and a All half. Right, so you need an eight and a half. I could source some eight How and a half for you. It's hockey. You typically go down a size and a half uh, for your skate. Yeah. It's like, no. I don't know. Science. Yeah, science. I don't know. It, it works. seems like yeah. it'd just be easier to have it match your shoe size, but you would think, what do right? I know? Well, that's probably because America, um, yeah, <laughs> probably has something to do with the metric system, but also these El Paso Rhino jerseys are sick. I just Googled them. Oh right. yeah, it's right there. Were, it's you can see it in his camera. Made right made there. famous by well, uh, Aaron it doesn't Jones. look orange over there. So. Oh, oh true, yeah, true. yeah, like those. Yeah, yeah. I bought the true I chains. bought the white one that just says EP and has the rhino horn on it, and then I have this black. Which one. that logo is. Yeah, I it might be that. one of my favorite logos of any minor mm-hmm. league team. Uh, so, Patrick, uh, just wanted to kick it over to you real quick and uh, let the people know about whatever it is you want the people to know about. Man, that's a great toss over. I'm to sorry. I, that was probably like the, the shittiest, shakiest. No, slammer down. <laughs> Shit. No, uh, since since you brought up our water hockey invitational, I just wanted to. Uh, I have a buddy that's starting a new company uh, called The Range Golf. They do um, essentially top tracer like Top Golf does, but mobily. So they'll come to your house. You can play uh, the old course. You can play Pebble Beach, Quail Hollow, Royal Burkdale. All that they'll you can have a pro come out and tell you why your swing sucks, or uh, you can just hang out and drink some beers and have a great time. Jake, if you're listening, I'm sorry, this is totally not on the ad read, <laughs> but would just like to say, see you on the range, oh. therangegolf.com on Instagram at therange underscore golf. Well, we'll definitely be. Uh, it looks super fun. Let's say we'll definitely. I will be, be giving, doing that soon. Giving them some some love, and we'll we'll give them a follow here uh, pretty soon. Oh, I'm down hold on. Should we do an event with the Americans with this? Maybe. I think. I think. I mean, the storm clouds are brewing. We can take the. I mean, we can it bring the option. range. We could bring the range to them. That's true. And we could play. Yeah, I'm totally down for we this. Do uh, we'll, we'll talk to our people. And I have it on good authority oh that the Slapshot Sweethearts have been looking to come down to Dallas in the coming months, um, <laughs> and they need to do it before this season's up because, one... I'm sorry, who's our PR rep? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys need one. I know a guy. I know a guy. But we'll uh, we'll have to uh, we'll have to get you guys down here before the uh, Americans season is over. You know, not like they don't have one next year or the end of this year. Yes, but, but you guys are running you know, it's just not as fun. home games. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, well, I think it's just the whole 
end of the season is well the playoffs are coming too they're gonna make the playoffs so that means definite home games book it it. yeah book it yeah oh for sure i i have more optimism in our echl team right now than the nhl team in this area so that being said (laughs) allen americans going to the playoffs book it now stars mm -hmm, we want it um but the whole reason not the whole reason, but a big reason we wanted to bring the Slapshot Sweethearts on. Uh, if you guys have not been watching the news, the NWHL has been making a huge splash recently. Um, obviously, in hockey circles, it's much easier to pay attention to because that's all you're looking at. But it's something that I completely think will overtake the WNBA uh, within the next five to ten years based on the fact that the skills are on par with the NHL in the NWHL. Whereas in the NBA versus the WNBA, I don't think the skills are quite on par. I definitely think that the NBA has a slight edge, but with the NWHL, the girls are badass and they go out there and play. So we wanted to bring the Slapshot Sweethearts on. They are in the midst of doing an NWHL series that ends on Friday. Make sure to check them out on YouTube. Uh, and if you guys do in podcasts of these as well? Yes. Yep. So you can find us on Apple, Spotify. All, all the good stuff. Same place you can find us. Check out this NWHL series. But we wanted to bring them in, uh, get some insight from them. Uh, we are outsiders looking in, uh, but these girls have had a hell of a time with the NWHL. Uh, they've had quite a few of the stars from the teams on their podcast, like I said, doing a series with them right now. Uh, so first and foremost, um, you have, is it the Isabel Cup is the equivalent to the Stanley Cup, uh, won by the Boston Pride, correct? Mm-hmm. Correct. And yep. so let's let's first and foremost because we've been going over favorite teams, things of that sort. Shannon, I want to. You're the Boston Pride fan, right? You're just sticking to the home teams. So I mean, the hard thing is I didn't pick a favorite team going into the the playoffs. I really wanted to like genuinely watch them. And my favorite player is not on the Boston Pride. It was more like once they were winning, and I was finding myself naturally rooting for the Boston team mm-hmm. just because I'm from Boston. Um, but we were genuinely rooting for all of them when we were watching on NBC sports. It was really an organic, like finding your team experience, which I found really interesting because it's not something you typically have when you grow up in X area and there's already a team you're supposed to root for. So that part was interesting. Yeah. I think that's the exciting part for, for people like us down here in the South, because I'm looking at the, the six teams they have in the NWHL uh, and there isn't really a Southern located team or Southern based team. That being said, I'm looking at it. You've got the Boston, uh, Boston pride, You've got the Buttes, uh, the the Riveters. My, I'm I'm gonna go based off of probably logos here, just because I I don't know enough about the teams. Uh, but you also have the Whitecaps out of uh, Minnesota. Um, you have the is it the Connecticut Whale, Correct. and then the Toronto Six. So first and foremost, straight up from me, um, I don't know if the boys have been looking into these logos or the the way that their setups are. It's really hard for me not to love the Wales logo just because of the Whalers past and the same color scheme. But the Toronto Six with that gold, red, and black and just that overall kit, the way it looks. Um, I think I've actually had talks with Megan about the uh, the hoodies that they released and how absolutely filthy they are. Their uniforms from head to toe might be some of the cleanest, not just in the NWHL, but all of hockey across the board. So yeah, uh, first off, to kudos to who, what's that? I'm waiting on my Toronto jersey to come in. 
So is that is that the team is that the team you're going to support from here on out? I feel like I have to support okay. the Riveters because it's like it's like my home team kind of. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Like I I need like a real season where I can like go to games to like feel out the vibe. Yeah, I think it's not just about the like, team though, too. Right. Well, Metropolitan's like really specific to Megan also because they started in New York and then they moved to New Jersey. So it's like very, very on par with oh, her locale. Okay, that's that's fair. But like I was gonna say, you have to go to like the stadium to get get that vibe anyways. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta get the groups for for the other teams. You that's know? true. You've gotta you gotta find that you gotta find them, or you could be a Dallas fan and then you get groups. Yeah. Well, not a stars fan anymore. You have to go be a Rangers fan. Groobs is a Groobs is a friend of the show. He was the DJ Way for worse. the Dallas Stars. He is now the DJ for the Texas Rangers, but uh, part of a, a very popular radio station, basically a radio group down here. Um, shout out to all the P ones, even though I'm a fan fan. But Gross. yeah, you got to find you got to find your Groobs. That being said, I did click on the link for the Connecticut Whale, and the first thing that popped up was an ad for the Fins Up Pilsner. So I feel like I'm already connected to this team because it's like literally before I can even get to the website, they're like, Hey, check out this beer. And I'm like, okay, I do like that. So and I just, I love the green, the blue and the white. It's just such a sick color pattern. So as far as the players go, has anyone stuck out to you guys uh, first and foremost, as far as like the MVP in your eyes compared to everybody else? Shannon. Well, okay. So my favorite player, like I said, is not on the the Pride. She's on the uh, Metropolitan Riveters. She's the second longest tenured player in the league, Madison Packer. Her wife is now the GM of the Riveters. She was the NWHL Players Association director, and we interviewed her wife prior um, Mm -hmm. to the playoffs preview. And they're both incredible people. They're huge advocates for both women's hockey as well as a bunch of different social rights issues that are really important to women. Um, and Madison was absolutely hilarious to speak to. We interviewed her last week and she's just so, so down to earth and so passionate about the sport, which was really reassuring. And part of what was interesting about talking to her was as being one of the earliest to be in the league and the second longest person left in the league next to Jillian Dempsey, who's the captain of the pride, Madison genuinely did not expect to play professional hockey after college. She was interning at a law firm getting ready to go to law school and then found out there was playoffs for this random or excuse me, tryouts for this random women's professional league and was like, Oh, I guess I'm going to go try it. And most of them still have day jobs and all of that. So they're working full time while they're playing sports and having families and advocating for all these things. So it's really interesting hearing their stories, particularly the ones that have been around since the beginning. And so she was one of the ones that has really always stuck out to me, particularly what she does on social media to advocate for the sport. Yeah, I was going to say, too, I'm pretty sure Packer replied or retweeted uh, one of the things that we that whenever we talked to or maybe sent a tweet to you guys about initially wanting to do this, um, she she was one of the first to kind of reach out and say something. Megan, same goes for you. Uh, Do you have pretty much the similar view on who your your personal MVP is of this past season or the league so far? Or you pretty on par with Shannon on this one? I'm like fairly on par with Shan. I I really like talking with Jillian Dempsey too, who is captain of the Boston Pride, longest player. She's great. Like, I mean, everyone we've talked to, we've had like really good conversations with. Like everyone's been super like mm-hmm. open to us and like everyone just loves the sport, which is like sometimes with like professional athletes, you don't always like get that like down to earth feeling. 
but like literally everyone we've talked to has just been so great to have conversations with and just like talk hockey. Yeah. Taylor Accursi was another big one. She's the captain of the Buttes and she actually couldn't go to Lake Placid because she had to stay back in Ontario. She's a police officer in Ontario and she had to stay back and work and couldn't go to Lake Placid. So she had to captain her team and be act as like a scout role versus a player role. And they didn't even qualify for Boston because she's such a sharpshooter and she leads their offense and leads their team that they genuinely did not have the offensive power or the leadership to get them outside of Lake Placid to qualify. And so it was really incredible hearing her perspective on how hard it was for her to trans transition that just because she couldn't get two weeks off of work, which is just insane as a professional athlete when you consider that. Yeah. I think that kind of goes, I mean, it's, it's insane to even think, I mean, to be completely honest with you, I didn't even realize that these athletes had full-time jobs outside of doing this. So I think that goes to show just how dedicated they are to the sport and just growing it and being a part of it. Even if that means sacrificing time with your friends, your families, because what people don't understand is it's not just the games. There's obviously training camps, there's practices, there's travels, uh, there's travel. There's just so much more that goes into it outside of the 60 minutes that we see on TV. But I think that's awesome. And I, I really think it goes to show how big the passion is for the sport, because I think it kind of goes uh, top to bottom. I mean, you could be talking to anyone in the NHL or anyone in any other league, uh, you know, NWHL included. It's all just about the love of the sport. That's what's most important. They just want to keep playing. That being said, do you guys see any of the players from the outside that could come into the league and make an impact? Are there any players like now, again, like I'm still very kind of naive to the sport or to the league. Um, it's something that I've been like keeping an eye on. Obviously it's more difficult now that the season is over people like, like Hillary Knight, people like that. Do you see people that could be in the league and make a bigger impact because of say their presence on the Olympic team, for example? So I think there's kind of two prongs to it, right? So we spoke to a couple different rookies and they all said that a lot of the issue is that they have full-time jobs and there's not that push to stay there, right? You, at a certain point, you know, you play for a couple of years because you want to keep playing the sport that you love. But, uh, you know, once you hit 25 or 26, there's not really that momentum to keep playing the sport when you already have to work a full time job, when you're trying to settle down and have a family, blah, blah, blah. Then there's also the pro- it's not a problem, but there are two women's professional sports leagues. And there's been a lot of controversy between the two. They're both trying to get to the same goal. They're Mm -hmm. just going about it different ways. The NWHL goes for a lot of the sponsorships. They go for a lot of the media growth and things like that, where the PWHBA really focuses on women's rights and advocacy and things like that. So neither of which is wrong. They just butt heads a lot. And so I think that's always going to be in the back of people's minds that they have to pick a side, which has been a lot of the reason that people with larger names have been less active in getting involved. And I think the, the third prong, actually, is that COVID-19 was a huge issue and people really getting involved in terms of coming in and playing. I know we interviewed one of the rookies for the whale, and she said that she basically sat out most of the season because she didn't know what was going on. You had to take a lot of time off of work because you couldn't just go to training here. You had to go quarantine for two weeks and then train mm-hmm. or this, that or whatever. So there were a lot of different factors that people were just like, screw it. Like, I don't have time for this because it's basically a hobby at this point. That's interesting. I, I And the other league, is that the league that had the issue? And, and obviously it's not like a fun subject to bring up, but, you know, the drama with Barstool, for example. Uh, I know that uh, Eric Nardini, the uh, CEO of Barstool Sports, is, is a huge hockey advocate. Um, but because of the fact that she is associated with Barstool Sports, 
Um, it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way because obviously Barstool is known as a pretty misogynistic, um, you know, whatever you want to call it. They're they're not very they're not looked well upon per se coming or working with a women's league. Uh, so, you know, to to speak to that, like, what's 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 your opinion? Kind of seeing it from you know quote unquote a media type role looking from the outside in um as far as growth for the sport not just the leagues in particular um i mean i think it's it's again what people go ahead meg i just say it the team she wanted to buy was the nwa nwhl it was within that but like i think it also just depends like what you want to get out of it like you can hear different perspectives like you can hear from certain players who were like you have this person who has a lot of capital and a lot of clout who really just wants to help us grow the sport where like they would welcome that, but it's like kind of the outside influence that puts a damper on it. Like there's just a lot of forces there. And it's like, if it's truly just someone trying to help grow the sport, who's willing to put money into it, who's willing to bring an attention to it, then like, it's not necessarily a bad thing for them. But I mean, the whole thing just like blew up because of like outside forces, which kind of is unfortunate. There were a lot of players that were upset because obviously, like you said, Barstool is known as misogynistic. They are historically racist, all of these types of things. They're a, they're a large organization and a lot of large organizations have that problem. I think, again, it goes kind of back to, do you want to grow based off of the genuine reason that you're trying to grow an organization, right? For the rights of women's sports and the rights of women's hockey versus with sponsorships and with other people's external capital and things like that. So, I mean, again, it's not that necess- doesn't necessarily go back to the BWHPA versus NWHL thing, but it does necessarily go back to how you're going to grow the sport in the way you want to do it and what values you want to hold on to as you become a large organization versus a small organization. And I think that's where a lot of people kind of butt heads in terms of what values they want to hold on to as they continue to grow. Mm-hmm. Do you see in the future the two leagues kind of settling their differences and maybe um, coming together and basically fighting for the same sort of outcome of just growing the sport? Or do you think they're pretty much uh, set in their ways as far as this is why we do this, this is what we want to advocate for, and we're going to keep doing that no matter who or who isn't with us? I think it depends on, obviously they're, they're going about it the same way. The PWHP is a nonprofit though, mm-hmm. and the NWHL is a for-profit. So I think that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, the NWHL is going to outgrow the PWHP just because of the fact that they're going to go out for sponsorships and all these larger things like Discover and NBC and Dunkin' Donuts are going to propel them to a point that they're going to financially be larger. That doesn't mean that, that whatever they're doing in terms of values and their mission is any more or less important than the other league just in terms of finances they're going to reach a certain level that I don't think they'll necessarily have to reconcile their values, but I think they'll have to reconsider, you know, it's not a competition. We're all fighting for the same thing, all of that. And I think a lot of players have come to terms with that. I mean, you see on social media that they consistently engage with each other. I think it's by this point, six years into the league, it's a lot of outliers that are still not necessarily willing to accept some of the differences and some of the controversial things that have happened in the past. Interesting. Interesting. I I think, um, I think it's exciting just because it's more hockey at the end of the day. You know, it's just, it's interesting because, you know, you don't looking from the outside in and, and not really knowing the the league as well as uh, we'd like to um, knowing that there are alternatives to the NWHL, but to seeing what's behind the kind of the driving factors for it. I feel like we got really serious and like really intense there for a little bit. So I'm going to dial it back a little bit. I do want to know if, 
basically for for guys like us, for Patrick, Jason, and myself, looking from the outside in, if we're looking for a certain type of team, maybe you guys can like help us kind of be pointed towards a direction. So like for example, me, I like kind of the gritty, the more rough, uh, tough teams. So in your opinion, out of the six, who do you think would fit that mold of more kind of gritty, a little bit rough around the edges? Madison Packer specifically. I was going to say the Riveters probably. <laughs> the Riveters are consistently known as the ones that have the beef with the most teams. But I think a lot of it does go back to the fact that Madison Packer has been on their team for six years now. Um, I think they're, you're right. Each team does pretty much have a specific brand at this point, And that has been a huge point of our conversations with each of their players is, you know, do you enjoy having this brand? Is it something you want to break in the upcoming seasons? Is it something that your locker room either thrives off of or gets pissed off of? Things like mm-hmm. that. So. Well, Patrick, I'm going to kick it over to you. Uh, what's what's your style of team, and and who can we who can we link Patrick up with? My style of team is whichever team is the least bad at overtime, because I can't take <laughs> any more of that. <laughs> oh, who's man. got that? Who's got the most points in OT? Yeah, I'm only I'm only half kidding. Um, I don't know. I enjoy defensive hockey, but I really prefer scoring goals. So flashy. I'd, if they win six to five, that's sometimes more fun to me than two zero. So I'd say I'd say high scoring, high flying. I wouldn't say high scoring, but starting. if you want a team that looks like they can have some uh, promise, I would go Toronto. I think they had a struggle coming back into Boston from being off so far, but they had Ooh. their first game in the league was a loss. Their second game was an OT loss, and then they won every other game in Lake Placid. But then they came back and like struggled. But I think going into like hopefully a normal season i think toronto is going to be the team to beat i think the buttes are a good answer too like i said Mm. taylor kersey is an insane sharpshooter and it was not a good representation of the season just because she literally could not go um but she is an incredible incredible feat on offense and they have one of the best goalies in the league in the rookie goalie they just had uh so i think that they have a ton of potential in keeping a game high scoring but not on their end I was really hoping y'all would say the the white caps because I think their white jerseys are super sick. <laughs> They're good enforcers too, actually. That, that that's another option for um, think if you know he Ooh. doesn't want to go for the rims. Enforcer type. Yeah, that would definitely be the type of team I'm searching for because we're. I mean, you know, if I think to my Friday night teams like with the pylons, like I, we're a team. We just we play the game and then because like we might get a quick lead like then teams will start to get a little more physical and then they start now getting frustrated because now they're losing and then we're bigger being bullied yeah but like bullied into submission after after they get pissed then they like start slashing and everything and then that's when we turn it like on and then end up getting stupid retaliation penalties because (laughs) they get slashed first and then they only see the washed to the face or something like that he's not speaking they always catch the second guy he's not speaking from experience whatsoever no it seems oddly specific but i know it's all his imagination (laughs) yeah Uh, he's a very imaginative young man i I have a couple beefs with two teams that we play on friday nights do we maybe we can do you want to air that laundry but i mean we can should we come back to it We're, we're focusing your your enforcer in WHL team. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we can yeah, we can okay. yeah we can we can circle we back. can circle back we can circle, circle back. back. We could we could do some beer league talk later. Yeah, yeah. So that being said, uh, 
who's who's Jason's team? You were saying the the, the enforcer. Is it does it go back to Packer again and the Riveters? Because I feel like that's kind of the same same style of play that I was looking for. I think the Whitecaps are another good answer. I think the Riveters and the Whitecaps both have comparable comparable like rivalry, pot stirring, putting up with nothing reputations. Um, and I think they're both itching. They're both really competitive. Neither of them's going to come back, even though the Riveters didn't make the playoffs. This was a good example from your Allen American discussion, actually, in the ECHL. The Riveters only played three games, so statistically the league nullified them from making the playoffs in Boston, but they actually had a higher win percentage than the Pride, who won. So it was a really interesting seeding that hmm. they did, and a lot of players aren't necessarily happy about how it came out, obviously, but you know, there's not a ton you can do when you're dealing with a situation like this. So it's interesting when you look at it. Yeah, I think it's really kind of unfortunate just because, you know, in the hockey world, you know, specifically on social media and even more specific on Twitter, uh, everyone was fired up. I mean, everyone was so pumped to see women's hockey at a competitive level like this outside of the Olympics on the main stage, you know, and it, I think it just would have been so cool to have full capacity crowds. And I'm hoping that the leagues continue to thrive which kind of brings me to my next uh, topic and next question. Okay, so I'm putting first Megan and then Shannon on the hot seat. You are now the commissioner of the NWHL. What are you doing to grow the league? What is your what is your main are you like physically growing the league and adding more teams or are you looking at advertisements? What what is your I guess, uh, business plan. If you were running. Yeah. I think I'm looking at media. I'm looking at like growing TV coverage and all of that jazz. I think you can grow the, you can like put more teams in there, but if people aren't seeing it and you're not getting like kind of the attention and the respect of it all, you're not going to get as far. So if they can like really capitalize on building media perspective here around the six teams they have, and then like, get excitement about an expansion and kind of like build on it. That would be their, their proper move. Okay. Okay. Shannon, same question. Yeah. So I'm actually not going to use my own answer. I'm going to steal Anya Packer's answer from our interview because she was in the role of doing it as the player association director, but comparable to what Megan said, she was talking, I asked her what she would do in the next five or 10 years or what her goals were prior to her moving on as the Riveters GM And she said that sponsorships were the primary target of hers, at least. And she actually retired from the whale prior to her needing to retire. It was not like an an injury or an age thing. She did it because she thought she could make more of an impact in the boardroom as a women's hockey advocate than she could on the ice, which I thought was a really interesting perspective. So when I asked her what she wanted to do, she said sponsors. And she said that primarily because you can't really make an impact or make get to a larger audience until you have the money to do so. Mm -hmm. And I think that a larger amount of the retention issues they have player wise is because they don't have the money to play their pay their players teach people about the league blah blah blah. so i mean a lot of it comes with media like megan said but the more sponsors they get like discover dunkin donuts all those the more money they have to play with to then grow the league versus like megan said adding more teams if they don't have enough players to fill those teams then it doesn't really matter i mean you got to get the players to stay for more than a year or two Mm -hmm before you can add more of them. Yeah, I didn't even take into account the fact that you got to fill the <laughs> you can you can add all the teams you want, but you got to have enough people to play on them. Uh well, I think that's I think everything's like super fascinating. I'm I'm pumped because I am ready to go all in on this league. I I want to see more women's hockey. 
obviously with the Olympics, but outside of the Olympics as well. I think this is a great opportunity for a lot of people to get in on a very young league and really kind of show their support. That being said, um, a huge way that we can all support is just buy the merch. I mean, it's sick. It really is. And you're supporting the teams. You're supporting the league. You're supporting the players who we have found out. Shan's got the NWHL hoodie on with the four stars on top, the hockey lace on the hoodie itself. I mean, just peak hockey. That's pretty that's a pretty nice touch. Yeah, I think that's yeah. awesome. I I dig the laces as a as a. We won them for Megan's scowling because we won them for a giveaway, and I have a pile of crap I have to send to Megan in New Jersey, and this sweatshirt <laughs> is one of them, and so she hasn't actually seen it yet. It's sitting in my closet. Oh, she no. really would love this. We like try to make it easy for people by only giving them like one address to send things to, but then it just sits in Shannon's apartment, and I'm just like, okay, I'll wait. Well, we get a new thing like every week. And then I'm like, I'm not going to go to UPS like 20 times. Like I'm just going to wait until I, the next time I have to go. Meanwhile, Jason's sitting in his chair being like, oh my God, that's literally where I live half the time. <laughs> right. We're going to start sending things to me because we've got a new post office. <laughs> so we we have our teams, I think. I guess I'll take the, the six. Jason, are you taking the white caps? No, I was really trying to take the six because mm. I, well, yeah, you have, I mean, you should have had a better I, don't, I mean, choice. we could have joint custody or something like that. <laughs> um, I get on the weekends and every, no, every other week. <laughs> and then on the weekends, you know, uh, I don't know really how that would work, but no, I, I genuinely like that logo though, too. I, I thought it was extremely clever uh, because I am half Canadian as well. So that's kind of why he loves to say that. Yeah, I know. You know, I, <laughs> hey, I don't get that. There's not many chances that I get to talk about being Canadian. That's fair. Other than when I talk about hockey. That's fair. I respect that. No, but I, uh, you know what? Which one? Uh, I don't because I don't want to pick them. I don't want to pick this team if that's it. Which one are like the Cowboys? Like I don't oh, want to be like the Manchester United, the Yankees. I don't want to be the, like the who's, who's the, an up and comer. Oh, so you're saying like who's? I, okay. I don't want to be the, the team. Okay. I miss, oh, no, wait, I think what you're saying is you don't want to pick the team that everyone else has already picked. Like, no, no, it's not even that. It's like I don't want to be the team that like pays for all their like really good. Play. I mean, do you want like, that, like they have all the superstars? Like, I don't want well, like, they've the got big flat, three to go to like one. They've got you know? flat uh, caps, so they they all get okay. flat salaries anyway. But the whale is consistently known as the underdog. They've been around since the original inaugural season, and they still can't shake the name, which pisses a lot of their players off because they've got they've expanded twice, and they still can't get rid of the underdog name, and they still haven't won the cup yet. So, I mean, I think that's a good option if you're looking for that that underdog team. I'm sorry, I will no, take the no, underdog no, team. No, no, yep. no, no, I, I will. no. <laughs> I literally said they called me whenever I clicked on their page, and the first thing I saw was beer. Okay, yeah, you did. Okay, that that okay, being said, with the second overall pick in my heart, <laughs> the, my heart selects the Connecticut Whale as my NWHL team moving forward. Okay, you know okay. what? I'm gonna go with the Whitecaps. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take the Whitecaps. All right, I'm in. so I'm sold. So this this is a roundabout way to really get to my question. Is there any rivalries between our teams that oh, we need to know about that we can we can fight about right now? Yeah, can we can wait? We sh- so what are the final final answers here? So I I have the six. I am I am Jeff has I'm the Connecticut whale, whale till I die, and uh-huh. Jason is the Whitecaps. Um, I'm a P one of the uh, Whitecaps. <laughs> so the the Whitecaps like dead since day cold one. rivalry is 
the Boston Pride for sure. Um, Deal. Because I don't like Boston anyways. <laughs> Deal. Well, that works out. That checks. Um, I think the Six are probably too young to have a rivalry thus far, unless, again, it's the Pride because they knocked them out of the playoffs. But I don't think that was enough of a burden to really build that, that I also anger hate that the Boston, White Caps so. have. Um, I'm trying to think of when Megan and I interviewed with one of the players, she had like a list of teams that she had fought with. And so I went into this whole article about rivalries in the NWHL. And again, the Riveters have like most of them because Madison Packer fights with most. I feel like it's like Um, them with the, so I'm trying to think because they're both aggressive. I think it's the Buttes and the Riveters and then the whale and the Riveters don't like each other that much either, but that's because of Madison and Anya. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And everybody hates Boston. Not me. Yikes. Except you. <laughs> well, I think I think that's settled then. I think we have our teams. Um, I'm going to go toss. I just subscribed to the uh, tweets of the Whitecaps. Yeah, you know what? Um, now they're number one new fan. Yes. And uh, they are getting directly sent to my phone all <laughs> the time. Yep. Since you said uh, that, I'm pretty sure. Where can I watch now? Now, how can I watch? Well, they're all they're always on Twitch. Their games, and then even better, I will subscribe. Nice. <laughs> They've got a new subscriber. Uh, Saroy will no longer get my four ninety nine a month. I will gladly subscribe oh, to the Whitecaps. Yep, it's official. So. I have I have uh, officially subscribed and followed the Connecticut Whale. Uh, you've heard it here first. The boys are the boys are gearing up for the NWHL. That's right, and they have. Okay, I win on goal song alone because they play Brass Bonanza. So suck on that, boys. <laughs> and I have Whaler stuff, so I already have the colorways in my in my possession. So you know what, man? Roll caps, baby. Roll caps. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my new sign off. Yeah. Oh no, you're, you're, you're getting rid of the the original. Oh no. Yeah, that's maybe. What I, thought. I can double up. Well, uh, we'll I can't thank uh the slapshot sweethearts I, I have to try and say that like multiple times to make sure i get it down uh enough for for coming on we just have a couple of things left that we do on a weekly basis um we are very very blessed here in dallas fort worth to have arguably the the greatest play-by-play announcer in all of the nhl in all of hockey uh daryl razor ray and we have a weekly segment called the Razor. Can we pause really quick? Yeah, whatever you want, Jason. Uh-oh. <laughs> One last thing. I already put roll caps in my bio on Twitter. Okay, so. well, that's... Suck it, Fink. Uh, <laughs> we don't, we I'm don't, a bigger fan here. We don't have a tagline. We just have Brass Bonanza. <laughs> I'm just going to put... No, Alrighty. it's Fins Up. It's Fins Up. Oh, Fins Up? Oh, Fins Up, baby. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Fins Up. Yeah. Okay. Day one. Uh. All right, sorry. Back to the razorism of the week. We have a razorism of the week where we just go through, and uh, historically, this guy has had some of the most insane play calls of all time. Uh, so, Patrick, when you're ready, uh, let's let's take it to the razorism of the week. Or the Flames win. Will he go with what he went with against Chicago? Ribeiro, yes. Oh, is that filthy? What do you do there? Well, it's suave, it's creamy, and it's nasty. <laughs> Show the backhand, bring it forehand. You got to beat the lizard stick. <laughs> That's literally is... him on a nightly basis. 
I don't want to hear Twitter make fun of Jack Edwards and Andy Brickley ever again with that. Oh my God. You, okay, well, I'll have there to send you. There will be no you, razor slander no, on this No, I'll have to send you podcast. links. The lizard stick. The lizard stick. I'll have to send you links. <laughs> that is, I kid you not, a nightly occurrence whenever the stars are on. You will hear some of the most outlandish, just deep verbiage that you never knew existed, especially in a hockey rink from this guy uh it's we are truly gifted but also uh strangest on the other side of the call with that one god i miss that other guy i miss, I miss him, him so much i miss him so so much as well and hopefully hopefully they reunite one day because he is th- those two together were a gift to this sport but that's really all we have today again can't thank the girls from the Slapshot sweethearts enough for coming on um we do want to put you guys on the spot we all have our own specific sign-offs every week uh, before we call it a wrap. So uh, it looks like Megan is definitely the, the least prepared out of the two, judging by the reaction on her face. So I'm going to send it over to Megan, and you can give us your sign-off for the week, whatever you want it to be. What? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. My Everyone gets it. I don't Confusion. I don't know where I am. This is, this is, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Shannon, what's your sign up for the week? I don't know. Um, this is why go we don't. That's I got to go to bed. <laughs> it's snuzzing time. As I res- it's snuzzing time. It's snuzzing time. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think that was almost the same one that Vern Fiddler did. But... <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was the exact same. Yeah, you would be you'd be remiss. Remiss. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's uh that's all we have for you guys today. We cannot wait to see the NWHL come back. We are all going to be fully invested. Um, until then, Patrick, tell them stay sassy. Always, J- Jason. Roll caps, baby. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Sorry, Pelons. Oh. <laughs> do you want to give your you want to give the OG one? No, it's fine. Don't no no no. Okay. Roll caps, okay, roll baby. Caps. Well, fins up and don't you ever for any reason forget those Kermit tattoos. I was a little early on the outro there. It's okay, I can't hear it. I can I can I can hear it, but I can't hear it. Yet. All right.